Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. I need you, I need you right now. Yeah, I need, I need you, you right now. now. So don't let me, don't I let me, don't let me down. down. I think I'm losing my mind right now. now. It's in my head. Darling, I hope that you'll be here when I need you the most. Oh, I'm so rich homie corn right now. Don't let me, don't let, let me, me, don't, don't let, let me, me down. down. Yeah, don't let me down. Don't let me down. Who is that? Um, I hear that song all the time at Apple. The singer's Daya or Daya. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The group is That's called it. something else. Right, right, right. Either way, that was me singing to Jesus. <laughs> because of the number of times you had to lean on him this week? Because child, I just child. need him. It has been so much. It is the chain smokers, yes. Yeah, the chain smokers. So... I am a chain smoker. Okay. And I am Sandra Bland. Rest in peace. And this is the read. We're back. That's right. We're back. And I am addicted to Steven Universe. Really? I am. I started watching it like I told you I would, and I have not been able to stop him on, on like episode 44 now or something. Jesus. Of the first season. I'm hooked. I love it so much. Oh my God. It was so fucking That's good. so funny. At first I thought it was like a better version of Sailor Moon, but then I realized like Sailor Moon was just, it was like simply a cartoon. Whereas this, the more the show goes on, you get deeper into the characters, and it's like an actually really good show. It is a good that show. just so happens to be animated. Whereas Sailor Moon, like, but that see, like Sailor Moon and Steven are like similarly, you know, kind of goofy and immature and childish. But Steven is like really sweet and like earnest and genuine. He doesn't mean <laughs> to fuck everything up. He just does. He's just a doofus. But then he somehow manages to fix it, and then the gems that live with him and all just the whole I thing. I you like this. Show I so love much. it so much. It's I can't really stop. Good. I can't stop. I don't even know if you've gotten to the like the little things that they're gonna little girly. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, well, I probably haven't gotten to whatever you're talking about yet. But they're a couple gonna episodes go made me cry. A couple made me just burst out into tears and the giant we, woman mm, all i want to do is see oh, you turn into no that was so a giant woman <laughs> i love that that was adorable uh no i cried when amethyst took steven to where she was born or made 
And then she and Pearl got into that fight. Oh, God, I was in fucking tears. Oh, my. I was all over the divan weeping. Oh, my God. I was so hurt. It's a really good cartoon. It is really good. It is Mm -hmm. an excellent show. And every time I hear Estelle's voice, it's just like, she's so perfect for Garnet. It's so. It's just so good. I love it. So thanks for putting me on. One of the few cartoons we have left. Yes, it it actually saved me all week because I was just like, I need something. I have to get away from. There's this other show on Cartoon Network called, I think it's called The Amazing World of Gumball. And I don't know how, like I would just see it in passing a bunch of times and just be like, this seems interesting and whatever. It's like about a cat and a fish or something. But there are so many like little messages in that too. A couple of, a couple of them are about police brutality. Like I've seen like a couple of episodes where they shade the fuck out of cops, and I'm just like, I'm yeah. into it. It's also a great show to watch. Hi, so um, Black Excellence Amen. this week. Amen. Um, I'm going to start with Lady Amazon Warrior Queen <clears throat> Serena Williams. Ooh, God bless <laughs> her warrior princess sister Venus, who has been slaying Wimbledon. I read that it's like their 14th Grand Slam title, 6th uh, Wimbledon. Oh, their doubles slayed, thing. Yes. Yes. They slayed all of the girls. They're 14 and 0. They never lose that shit, right? They never lose them them big name doubles matches. <laughs> like, oh, we're here. It's got to be like when you yeah. like when you like finish Pokemon and then you get like to the Elite Four and it's like them bitches that you hear about the whole game and you just don't know if you go in or not because mm. they're just known for fucking shit up. And then you lose, but you're glad and you're proud of yourself for getting as far as you did because you're in good company. Many yeah. hoes have lost. You can't even be mad that you lose to the Williams sisters. Like, Most bitches ain't designed right. to I mean, win. You, you, people usually do lose to them. That's so. just how that usually goes. Right. You can't even really be in your feelings about that. That. I would literally just be like, I lost, it's done. Okay, great. Can you sign my racket, please? <laughs> right. I wouldn't so even Can give I a stand fuck. now or not? <laughs> or do, can we take a photo together? Here, here, this is the day that I lost. <laughs> like, I would be excited. Yeah, because that little hug and handshake you do at the end, I would be genuine with that. Like, oh, girl, I love you so much. And it's just such an honor to play and lose to you on this global stage. And how can you? You can't hate on Serena Williams. Or I Venus. mean, well, you can, but I mean, not with a good reason. Are, you right? Can. Not with good sense of mm-hmm. reason. Just most think. of y'all don't have anything close to that. So how can I? Congratulations, Serena. I needed that too. I didn't want to put that pressure on her, but her winning just made me feel so great. Also, um, Issa Rae started a. You and this phone. It's on vibrate and it's still loud. Um, Is that your pokeballs? Listen. No. Oh. Issa Rae started a scholarship fund. Idiot! No, it isn't. Oh, it's I, off. I it doesn't it even right. work like that if the, if the phone's not on. Oh. Um, Issa Rae started a, a scholarship fund for the five children of Alton Sterling. Uh, I feel like in the first day or so, it hit close to 400000 Yeah. And I think now it's like over 700000 or something like that. So. Amazing. Really amazing thing that she did. Um, I remember, like, I saw the link as soon as it got went live, and I was like, I'm donating. And then, like, within right. an hour or two, it was like, oh, everybody else felt the same way. Yeah. So, you know, Just I really... Just to do something. We feel so helpless in situations like this. Like, people want to feel like they can do something to help. 
So. You know, but we're just lazy and we don't give a fuck about anybody but oh, us. Right. And this whole movement, tell it. <laughs> this whole movement is just about you know being yeah. angry and it's just about yelling, bullying people, not actually affecting change, according to y'all. Um. Also, I wanted to mention a man named Corey Menifee. Corey was a, a dishwasher at Yale University. He lost his job recently after he broke a stained glass window in the Calhoun Residential College Dining Hall. The stained glass window depicted, uh, I think, two slaves picking cotton. What? The dining hall was named after former Vice President John C. Calhoun, who is clearly an advocate of slavery. Corey said on an impulse, he decided to reach up with a broomstick and knock the panel out of its frame. He said, I took a broomstick and it was kind of high, I climbed up and reached up and broke it. It's 2016. I shouldn't have to come to work and see things like hey, this. Hey, man, what the fuck? That's an American hero. What? Applaud that man. He should have got a raise. They fired him? He's been working there since 2007. They fired him allegedly saying that uh, he could be a threat to students. Girl. He said, I didn't commit any act of violence and against anyone or any living thing. I didn't act belligerent or yell. I just broke the windows. So, Corey, you know, we stand with you today wow, in blackness wow, and solidarity. We absolutely really, agree that there doesn't need to be no foolishness like that up on campus. But again, you know, white America doesn't see the problem with these types of things. They just feel like mm. these types of things are part of, you know, uh, the backbone and the culture and history of America. Right. Um, although America was here long before they came and ruined it. I mean, but do you have any idea what that must do to a black person to go to work every fucking day and see some shit? Like, Slay- why? Why did the dishwasher have to be the one oh to be like, get God. this shit out of here? Like, y'all really still had this shit up there? And then you're questioning why somebody, like, I'm surprised the shit was still up there. Right. Like, I'm why surprised. hasn't it been, nobody has ever before now been like, yo, we need to get rid of this? Like, this. I feel like that says a lot about the demographic uh, at that school as well. Trash. So. Trash. You're black and excellent, Corey. As good far job, as I'm Corey. concerned. Yes. And thank you to the good folks. Uh, jazz. Oh, so special on Twitter sent me that link. So thank you so much for it. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time. All in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. 
Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Now as we move on to Shade and Full, I don't have too much because who even gives a fuck this week? But let's just jump around and see what the hell is going on. First and foremost, somebody named Draymond Green was apparently arrested <laughs> recently. <laughs> Draymond Green. Um, for assault in Michigan. Apparently... Someone was taunting Draymond Green for losing the NBA Finals. He plays for the Golden State Warriors. They took home yellow and blue suits and a loss. Um, He felt as though the person was heckling him or taunting him, and he decided to put hands on him. He's since been arrested, and I don't think any of us care. And I know I don't, because fuck Draymond Green. And so, oh well. He got a bad attitude. At least he didn't kick nobody in the nuts this time. Because that's what he did. Oh, he's the ball sack dude. He's the ball sack nigga, yes. Okay. And he blames himself for Golden State losing, which is not entirely incorrect. But, you know, anytime Draymond Green fucks up, I'm going to celebrate it. Because fuck him and that whole team. But especially him forever. Riley probably pulled up to his house on, like, like a motorbike. And Ryan, <laughs> Ryan was in a sidecar. And they just approached the door and was like, so look. This is all your fault. Don't ask no questions. If anybody has anything that they want to say to you, tell them that you're the reason that this <laughs> took place. But your daddy, no, nobody's talking to you about my daddy. We're talking to you about you and how you are the reason that we lost yes. this. And then drove off with those slurpees. With dust in the wind. <laughs> um, I see it. Also, let's see here. Omarion and his child's mother... Oh, we are really scraping the bottom of the barrel. This because week. nobody is talking about these bitches. Like, we have bigger <laughs> shit to do. Um, oh, Marion and that girl? So, who is she? So, this girl, they're on Love and Hip Hop. Um, Omarion was in a group. <laughs> um, and they are a couple. <laughs> 15 years ago. They just had a baby that looks like the other baby that they had. Like, just had yeah, a baby. that's true. And apparently they have now broken up. No uh, exact reason as to why. But many people are teasing April Ford because she went on the internet the other day and said that all lives matter. So now they're saying oh God. that Omarion was like, oh, do they? Well, your life is going to matter single <laughs> by your goddamn self. I'm sure Omarion don't care that much about what April said for that sure to be the reason that he don't. broke up with her. And I do know he did an interview a while back after they had the first baby and was like, I mean, once you have a kid, you stuck together. So, you know, it is what it is. It ain't like we ever going to be apart. And... When you feel like you are stuck in a relationship with somebody, that's a good sign that that relationship is not going to last that much longer because nobody wants to feel like they have no other options. 
I mean, I feel like every relationship has to have a moment where you're like, oh, God, like, you're just not going anywhere anytime soon, huh? Like, you have, like, I just, you have to get on each other's nerves But that, time that time. point comes after marriage, when you haven't even gotten to marriage yet, and you feel it's... Oh, when you're free to walk away, and you feel right. that way. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, a good sign. yikes. <laughs> so, but... Y'all the one who had these carbon copy children. I mean, they literally look just alike. It's crazy how much those kids look like. Twins. Yes. Either way, um, you know, maybe he came home smelling like cherry blossom body splash from Bam Bam from Beyond. And she was like, what's going on? He was like, oh, well, you know, I didn't. I ran out of dial soap and I just used yours. And she didn't believe him. I don't know. Some like <laughs> she doesn't seem hurt. Him. Somebody tagged her in a video of Omarion shirtless, and they were like, "You sharing?" And she was like, "Y'all can have him. <laughs> no shade. Just take it. <laughs> I don't want it no more." So she seemed to not be too worried about it. Well, Bow Wow decides to get on the internet after this oh, came out and encourage his alleged best friend. To go out to the strip club with him and find, quote, thoughts and um, IG girls and, you know, other uh, festive young women but to drown really their sorrows But girls really try to in. talk to them? Does that really happen? I'm sure girls try to talk to Bow Wow. Really? I mean, I'm sure girls try to talk to Omaria. Really? Mm-hmm. In 2016? Probably. Wow. Now, Bow Wow, you know... <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of women are, are foolish. So, maybe... Um, Are these people rich? Maybe they're rich and I don't know it. Maybe Bow Wow and Omarion have money and I'm just not aware. I don't believe that Bow Wow has much more money than I you. mean, <laughs> If he has, in, like, if he, has, this, if he even comes close to what you've got, I don't. Oh, I pray for him if it's that bad. Because, I mean, sorry, at one point you were like, you had a black card. You were on, like, the Forbes list and shit. But, you know. All good things must come to an end. It just seems to me like Bow Wow reaching out to Omarion on some let's go find some hoes tip. It just seems like that wouldn't. Like, shut up. Like, we don't even see how this had nothing to do. He's the same nigga who the other day went on Instagram and someone was like, you know, everybody asking me when I'm going to say something about the events that's taking place. And I was like, I I want you proof. Give me proof. I want to see (laughs) one person who has asked you your opinion on this because I don't believe you. I think that you have a very skewed idea of who Bow Wow is. Yeah. And I think that Definitely. You You have illusions of your own importance. um, You should really get that in check because not one... We don't even care too much about (laughs) this. Like... I just could barely find anything. To I think talk everybody about. was looking for a distraction this week, and so any little bullshit news story that came up, it was like, well, let's just pay attention to this and get our minds off of how terrible the world is for five seconds. That has to be it, because Omarion and whoever she is breaking up is not news. No one cares. Not so, and the two of y'all going double in somebody's Camry to the club trying to find bitches is not nobody. <laughs> Okay, then, I guess, if you say so. But just... Uber pull it out. <laughs> Can you imagine calling an Uber pool and Omarion and Bow Wow in the back seat? <laughs> like, buckle up, bitch. I'd be like, you know what? This is why I never do pool. This is why I never do Uber you pool. Just this is go. why I never do Uber pool. I really don't. I hate it. Too many, too many bad moments. Um, Wendy Williams. Oh, girl. Reportedly lost. <laughs> Mm. Wendy Williams reportedly lost um, an endorsement that she had with Chevrolet. (laughs) 
Um, she was doing some shit with Chevy. I don't know, giving away cars. I don't know, but dollars and cents were supposed to be coming in from that direction until Wendy decided to go on motherfucking TV and talk about how, well, you know, I would be offended if there was a school that was known as a historically white college, or what if there was a national organization for white people? There's an NAACP. <sighs> like Wendy Williams, too old and too black to be saying shit. You're like too that. old. You live through this and way too nigga to just be like, oh, I'm just gonna say whatever because I just want, you know, I know that you know it's probably a couple of all, white lives matter, all lives matter bitches Trash. at home eating some easy mac with some Vienna sausages, and they're gonna want my other, you know, a different perspective. So let me do this. But this like, TV I don't under- show is Wendy's first, like journey into into white audiences as far as I can see because I've only considered Wendy to be like an urban sort of entertainer until she got on TV like That's I felt like the true. right the vast majority of her listeners were black and then I guess she done got some white bitches with this TV show and everything but you can't be that far away from black issues that you would say something this fucking ignorant it just doesn't even make sense you would be offended by HBCUs like bitch did you forget that HBCUs were literally created because white people would not let us go to school with them and that white people go to HBCUs (laughs) right and it's not like they can't go white people are (laughs) Rachel Dolezal went to Howard white people can go to black schools it's not like they're not it's allowed not a to school attend that only black people can go to as white people have done many many times right. with their establishment right exactly so i don't even know why you're talking about this wendy like are you committed to just being grown like old and um that got that, to it got you're to. too old and too grown and have had to seen too many things in your lifetime to say something so silly on television and then the gag was white black brown purple green everybody in the audience was like I don't know what the fuck this bitch talking about. Like the white <laughs> white women were turning back to the black girl behind them. Like, I don't know what that like I disagree. I'm not sure like, why she said that, but personally, I would love for you people to go to school. <laughs> I have no problem with you you people having an education. I just want to make that. She didn't that even clear. know what NAACP stood for, nigga. Like, girl, really? <laughs> like Did you what? forget you were syndicated on BET? Or it airs on BET, one it, or the other. She is syndicated on BET. Right. So, like, really, bitch? Like, really? And then Chevy. Chevy stayed doing black ads and commercials. An American-ass car company. I mean, Chevy advertised with, like, every black publication. Like, how? Girl. It was just so a dumb stupid. thing. You're so but, you know, stupid. Wendy says things sometimes that are just so foolish. Like, when she's, what she said to Alyssa Milano about breastfeeding, I just thought was so silly, especially as a woman, to say something like that. I know that everybody has And a mother. Opinion. And a mom. But this... This was real dumb. This was real dumb. This was so dumb. Even white people were like, well, I mean, technically... Everything you people have started has been in response to us not letting you do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and now, years later, that we find it cool, we're going to come through and take all the cute stuff from your culture, but not help you with any of the problems you face. Okay, thanks. Bye. Like, even white people see that, but Wendy Williams couldn't. Okay. So, you lost this Chevy spot. I heard she's been on the phone with all the girls begging them <laughs> to not let her go, which wouldn't surprise me. But again, just got to be careful. Got to be more careful. Wendy Williams will have plenty of money regardless, I'm sure. Whatever, for her big rings and... Shout out to Roland Martin for dragging her on his TV One show. Oh my 
could not believe I'm it. I'm not going to say too much about that, man, because I'm not a fan. I was right. Exactly. Her. I'm and like, he got her together. Giving right. you, I'm giving Roland Martin his moment, just like Peter Rosenberg had his moment. Peter Rosenberg absolutely is another one who I don't want to see. Who I for. don't. I don't. I mean, I don't even but, know him like that. But when I saw that clip, I was like, well, listen, when you write, you write. Look, I got to give you your point. <laughs> right. Like, I'm just not that type of I'm not of no bitch. hater bitch, right? I'm going to call a spade a spade type of bitch. <laughs> and that's, you know, it is what it is. Listen, okay, snaps for rolling. Um, oh, so, <laughs> Sierra and Russell Simmons. I don't know why I always want to say Russell Simmons. It's only Russell. Because I know who Russell, know. right. That's it ain't the too one many that black Russells. Russell Wilson uh, and Sierra finally got married recently. They had a very lovely wedding. She looked like, you know, uh, the princess of Peachtree. Beautiful. Um, the Duchess of Decatur. That wig was laid right. And the Countess of Cascade. That's it. Um, I'm actually, you know, I like them now. Really? You still, you believe that they're really together? Yes, I do now. Oh, okay. <laughs> now that they've gotten married and all that. Not because they've gotten married. I don't know what it was. I think I saw like a picture of them out somewhere the other day, like a few weeks ago or something. And I was like, you know, I don't necessarily think that Russell Wilson is like a bicurious corny motherfucker anymore. Mm-hmm. Now I just think that he's just like. Maybe corny. he gave you bicurious vibes because he used to be married to a white woman. And a football player. Yeah, and a football player. And they don't typically get the opportunity to explore their sexuality the way some of us do. I feel like maybe a lot of black men don't, but I think the two of them are are, are cutesy together. Yeah, I think that they're cute. That's what I'm saying. They're like, corny, but you know, what, good do I, corny. what do I have against corny, really? That's what Sierra needs. That's what I'm saying. Like, he seems like a type of person who <laughs> the goes opposite of future and plays his football games. And then he comes to the house and he eats gummy bears out of a mixing bowl right. and watches House of Cards. Hey, babe, what's for dinner? Like He's just like a nice guy. He right. Just, he gives you that vibe of just being like... Completely boring. I'm just a great guy willing to leave my white wife for you and earn this money and take care of you and your son. I love you. You know, what's wrong with that, really? Let they corny did, people be happy. They did a Facebook Live thing somewhere recently. I don't know what this was supposed to be for or before but i guess russell was getting his hair cut or something sierra eventually came in um dressed very low-key to see her husband they're all excited to be married now i guess her assistant or maybe nanny whoever had the baby future Mm -hmm. so the baby comes in super adorable at one point he looks at his mom and says mama mama kiss so she goes over and she gives him a little kiss on the cheek. Everybody so is swooning. Cute. Then he says, Papa, Papa, kiss. Russell. Right. Russell gives him Clearly. a little peck on the cheek. Gives him a little peck <laughs> on the cheek. Everybody is like a heart's burst. Right. <laughs> so of course, you know, uh the dirty spike the dirty sprite community, they felt um <laughs> they felt a way about this, apparently. Because um, there's just no reason Woo! that uh, a man's wow. ex's new man should have a positive relationship. I mean, so Baby Future is like, what, not even two years old? I think he might be two. Like, he's a baby. Right. He's an, he, right, he is a baby. Like, a full entire, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm just happy to be happy. Right. Baby. Right. So you niggas doing all of this extra shit about this child calling that nigga papa need to get a whole entire life right. and leave the codeine at the motherfucking pharmacy. Because you girls are losing it. Like, right. 
And I felt it felt deliberate to me on Sierra's part that she has future calling him Papa instead of Daddy, like most kids call their primary father figure. It almost seemed like she didn't want to be disrespectful and have young future calling Russell Daddy. So she taught him Paw Paw instead. And I just don't see nothing wrong with that. Like she's married to this man. That's her husband. She is married to this man. Do you expect he this two year old to go around and be like, hey, Russell? Well, what's thank up? you. He's a fucking toddler. I can see He's if not... he was 15. Like, exactly. But he is a baby. If he went to his mom and was like, Mom, a kiss. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Russell Wilson, <laughs> husband of my mother, I would like a kiss from you also, please. Like, and, you know, if Future saw his son all that often, then he would have been heard this by now. And if he really had a problem with it, he could have addressed it. But maybe if he was there when the baby was born, he you weren't even there establish. when he came into the world. And we have just found out that you lied about Sierra telling you that you couldn't see him and keeping your child from you and all this. You don't make the effort. OK. And but it, you get to complain but you get about, to about the way that she's mothering her. Absolutely job. not. Absolutely not. Get the fuck out of here. Child, niggas just be big mad for no fucking reason. No black ass motherfucking <laughs> reason. And frankly, my nigga, you need to be glad that that child's stepdaddy is nothing like you. Right. Because he has somebody in his life who could not seem any more normal and boring and positive <laughs> and nice. And that is exactly what like you should be happy right. that your son's stepdaddy is somebody that he really enjoys and has a good time with that does not mean that he's not going to recognize you as his motherfucking daddy that nigga probably think he got two daddies right now and he probably think that everybody got two daddies because he doesn't (laughs) give a fuck the fact of the matter is he's smiling and he's a happy baby which you should be doing as a man Mm -hmm. is going to that other man and saying i may not like you i may not like her i may not even like the fact that y'all are together but as a man and as a father of this child i have to respect that we need to be on the same page so that we can be good and that we can raise this kid together and that he can be happy because he's not at an age yet where any of that shit matters. When he starts to get into, what, five, six years old, and he's like, okay, I get yeah, a better understanding right. of what's happening right then, he won't even give a fuck as long as nobody's being petty and everybody's explaining to him what happened. He'll be like, okay, so... Right, because you know what I mean? Millions of children are being raised by a man who is not their biological father. This is not uncommon. Y'all acting like Sierra's the first woman to leave her baby daddy and marry somebody else. It's just... It's not like, he oh, I can't g- believe this happened. He can definitely, he will get to an age where he'll be like, okay, this is my dad, this is my father, and I will have a relationship with his mom. This not, get it, guy's not my biological dad, but he's like a dad. Like, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong right. with that. And, and it's the, not like it can be kept a secret. He looks exactly like fucking Future. His he name looks, is Future. His name is Future, and he has Future's face, so. <laughs> he's not going to grow up confused. <laughs> no, but he's going to get it. He's going to understand that this is his stepfather, but he's a baby. What the fuck do y'all want? If you would put the Percocet and strippers down for two motherfucking seconds, Man, then you it? would realize that there ain't shit going on wrong here, and you're the only only person being petty and if the nigga wasn't being petty talking about you fucking my baby my mama pull up on you and all this other dumb unnecessary shit then his fans probably wouldn't be doing so much extra with it and everybody could just be happy and you wouldn't be quote unquote disturbed by a toddler calling a stepdaddy papa there's nothing disturbing get a job it's so cute. And with all the shit going on in the world, you ought to be glad that there's a black child out here being loved by multiple people, multiple black men. You ought to be glad that there's a black child growing up with that much black love around him. As many of you niggas Woo. who are who have kids that you don't see and dating Man. a girl who has kids that you won't even go over to the bitch house <laughs> if she's taking care of them that weekend. <laughs> 
Right. You don't even want to see no kids. You don't even right. want to see your kids, much less your girlfriend kids. But you have so much to say about Sierra Man. and her baby and his happy ass relationship with his motherfucking stepdad and dad. Shut up. Please go well, apply. Most of y'all were raised with somebody who was not your biological father playing a father figure role in one way or another. Whether it was an uncle, an older brother, a grandfather, a close family friend. Like For black people to be acting like they don't understand you know, blended families or anything that's not like the traditional quote unquote core nuclear family is just like, nigga, please stop this shit. You just don't like Sierra. Just say it. You don't like Sierra. You don't. And you stand for this rapper and you feel like anything she does is a slight to this rapper. Future has some great music. You know, I like a lot of that trash, but at the same time, what I do, I call a spade a spade. Facts are my favorite. Right. And so I just Facts don't understand. Facts are my favorite. I don't understand why this is an issue. Like, Right. Leave them niggas the fuck alone and encourage your your favorite that you stand for to, you know, stop sipping the part mm-hmm. for just a second. And um, what I would love to see is a video of future and young sir in the same room, because I would love to hear what the baby calls the grown man, because I have a feeling it's not I have a feeling it's not daddy, but not like I feel like he has to be coached to say daddy. Whereas when he sees Russell, he sees Papa, like because that's Russell the person. Russell is always he's, there. What do you expect a two-year-old, if he's even that, to call the man who is always there and in a relationship with his mama? He sees that man every day. Like people are hard-headed as fuck, though. You just want to be mad. So last but not least, the hip hop honors were last night. Um, VH1 had a show that. A tribute to Salt and Pepper, Queen Latifah, Little Kim, and Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Which what a lineup! I mean, really great choices. Yeah, I was um, when I saw it, I was like, wow, there's not one single flop choice here. Like this is they could have made a quality list. Yeah, oh, they definitely could have. But like, these are definitely women who are pioneers in one way or another, and all shaped hip hop in their own unique way. So. Absolutely. That was great. And really, most of the show was fantastic. Um, I skimmed through some of it because I had co- got home late and I had it's on my DVR. But I did get to watch like that first um, uh, part of the Missy tribute. Mm-hmm. Very good. Or was it? Which one are you talking about? Wait, I feel like Remy could have done that by herself. Oh, oh, you mean the very first? The very, very first. I was gonna say because at first I thought that like all the tributes were over, but then they came back and like did some extra stuff, which I thought was an interesting concept, and it worked really well, like going deeper into their careers. Yeah, I only saw. um, Oh, with young. young I saw the very beginning. (laughs) Um, I saw like up to that first, like up to the end of the little Kim tribute, like that first Kim tribute. Oh, okay. As I say, you have to see when Kim comes out and brings Rich Homie. Oh, I did see that part (laughs) online. And (laughs) really, I understand the frustration. I think that people were being um, a little much. With the things that they were saying to him about it. But, I mean, Negro, you a rapper and you don't know the lyrics to get money? Like, it's not like he asked you for some, like, off-the-wall right. album filler-ass shit from... Right. Like, get... Like, something you had never heard. This is a huge single. They Everybody play this in the club this. every weekend. Everybody knows the work. They still playing this shit. And it was a Little Kim tribute. And you on stage as Biggie's verse. And you wearing a Coogee sweater on top of that. Tim's. It was like, how much more disrespectful... 
I mean, you just, you literally knew two lines out of the whole verse and then come back in. Oh, he said something about like the Alamo or something. And I, and I was like, the, I was like, what? Wait, what, wait, what? what happened? What? I had to turn it off. But like, I, feel like I, that, I feel like Rich Homie Kwan was not VH1's decision. Like, I feel like that was Lil' Kim's decision. Something about when she brought him out made me feel like she asked him to come. Right. So maybe she didn't care that he didn't know none of the lyrics. No, she had to. <laughs> She had to. I can't imagine that she wasn't pissed off at him. Man, I was trying not to say nothing mean last night because it was like a, a great black moment. And I love seeing these black women being honored and all that. But Anyway, I did think that Remy could have done that part by herself. Trina looked great. Eve looked really great. Nelly Furtado looked beautiful. Um, but they all did like their parts on Missy songs. And I guess maybe I really wanted people to do Missy verses and hooks and stuff like that instead of being like oh there's that one time that i did that remix too and i'm gonna perform my part like i yeah i think that was the point though for them to be like this is how missy like these are the songs you know that missy produced or wrote or whatever because they did the same thing with fantasia and tweet yeah but those were their songs Right, but there are songs that Missy worked on. Yes, but I'm talking about, like, Trina did her verse on, what, One Minute Man? And mm-hmm. Nelly Furtado did her little thing on... Oh, I'm talking right. about, like, they did their parts right. from Missy songs. Right. I wanted to hear people do Missy parts from Missy songs. I see what you're saying. Remy's the only one who did. Maybe Missy was like, don't let nobody <laughs> get up there and fuck my shit up. I would not be because you saw Queen Latifah. Well, maybe you didn't see, but Queen Latifah did, like, half of her own tribute. Yeah. like, listen... Nobody is going to get up here and do Mama off of Chicago the way I would. So right. let me just get they down. They probably sent her a list of people who they were considering. And, <laughs> and Queen, Queen Latifah was like, who? Oh, <laughs> I'll do it myself. Not today, bitch. It was nice that they reached out to like not just black people, like the the artists and the actors and actresses that all these people have worked with like for their little tribute you know the little Mm. video thank yous and stuff like that it was nice to see people like really honoring these important women so yes good job vh1 i thought that the little kim tribute was also really great tiana taylor for the most part oh that shit tiana taylor's been practicing in her bedroom mirror all her fucking life it was like they it was like she got the call and she was like, my nigga, <laughs> you don't even know how ready I am. Like, I have been rehearsing since birth. She had the wigs. She had the outfits. She had she everything. Knew. She knew. She had the whole style, the swagger, the demeanor. She was like, listen, I got the radio edits and I got the real thing. Just let me know which one I can do on stage because the bitch is prepared. Same thing with Lil Mama. I said, yeah. Lil Mama might be... You know, we don't just don't know what the fuck she is doing any other Sometimes time. But when you call her us. up on this stage, <laughs> Lil Mama be prepared. And I just, I can't She be just mad gets so it. excited to have that moment to shine and tribute it somebody. It was good. It was good. She loves. And you know, then she went right back to being Bow Wow and getting on our nerves. But I felt like they didn't really know what to do with Salt and Pepper and that tribute. I feel like Salt and Pepper is a little bit too outside of the VH1 realm of what they could cover. Like, kind of like they knew they needed to acknowledge them, but they didn't know how to do it in the same way that they did Queen Latifah and Missy and Lil Kim. But overall, the show was still really great. So. Well, Good that's job. about it this Some week. Some black joy. Um, I would also really enjoy seeing um, these women tributed at functions like the Grammys, mm-hmm. um, things like that. You Especially know, Missy. Like Missy honestly needs to have whatever the big shiny platinum award is that they give at the Grammys. Right. Like She definitely needs to have it. And honestly, 
every woman who was up on that who was being honored no, they're that all night legendary are musical legends right. like not even just for women or just for rap like but i just feel like missy created her own lane yeah, she she's came like out a different you conversation. Like, you couldn't be like, oh, she's just copying off of such and such, or this is just, you know, the Like 90s when Busta Rhymes of... came out there and did that Ghost yes. Rider shade. <laughs> yes. Like, I was like, I mean. We didn't need to say that. We didn't but... need this, but I understand it. R&B, hip hop, <laughs> writing for Manny. I'm not going to do this. Betty Spanish White knew me. the words to you and I, <laughs> Betty White knew the words to unity, but Rich Homie Kwan didn't know no, the, the words, words to get, to get money. <laughs> You should be ashamed. How are you a rapper? How are you a rapper? There's no rapper out that don't know them lyrics. How old is Rich Homie Kwan? It don't matter. It don't matter. No, I know that it is. I just want to make a different point. If it's over 16, then I'm disgusted. He's 26 years so, old. So, no. So, no. the Golden Girls was on before you got here. And yet, somehow, <laughs> Rose knows those. <laughs> I just can't. And said they just don't write them like that no more. It was the, the 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 Betty White part was so cute. I love when they bring her out. But yeah, Hip Hop Wired said, "Watch Rich Homie Quan pee on Biggie's grave." <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, the rapidy rap niggas are disgusted. I mean, they are come pissed. on. Like I said, some people are being a little extra. In of some of the all things the that verses saying to them. on all the songs, how do you not know? <laughs> I just get money. Is Rich Homie? He can't be a New York rapper. He can't. No, be. he's from Atlanta. I was. Oh, but still, because okay. if he was from New York, they would have. I'm. I'm certain somebody would. No, him they would have killed him. Yeah. But I think that <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, they would have beat him bloody. Woo! But the yeah, disrespect. No. He wouldn't go to Atlanta and do that shit. He wouldn't go to Atlanta and disrespect no Atlanta rapper at no tribute. So Come right. You getting dragged today? I don't have. I cannot defend you, brother. I can't. Why That's like not knowing like trash, like Rosa Parks or like <laughs> <laughs> like so fresh and so clean. It's like not yes. like it's like doing an Outcast tribute and you never heard Elevators. <laughs> I'm like why the fuck are you here? <laughs> Who invited you? <laughs> Well, that's this week in Shade and Full. Let's go ahead and take a break. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, it's time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to gmail.com. Our first question comes from Trulise. And she says... My sister is obsessed with having light skin and my nieces, her children are mixed, which is not the issue. 
The issue is that I just recently gave birth and I've never had acne before until now. So I've been trying to find simple solutions. My niece who's 11 calls me and asks if I can come over because she has an Indian face mask and she wants to try some on me. She has her own little YouTube channel that she does. So I agreed because I just assumed she was doing one of her little projects. So I get there and the solution's already mixed up in a bowl and we start the process. When I get ready to leave, my sister hands me a jar to take with me because she says they made too much and I can just take it and do the mask about three or four times a week to help with the acne. So cool, fast forward about a month and my acne has gotten better and my skin is brighter, but I also notice that I'm a little lighter than normal. I even had to change the color of my foundation and this is very unusual, especially for the summer in Louisiana. I am normally crispity black. So I see my sister for the 4th of July and she compliments my skin, but also says you are so much prettier now that you're getting lighter and then says just keep using the mask and you'll look even better. So I'm puzzled because this confirms the fact that I'm not going crazy. And I asked her what was in it. Bleaching cream and didn't tell you. And she said she added a little skin lightener to the cream because she thought about how much prettier I would be if I was lighter and thought she should help me. I am so pro-melanin and everybody knows this about me. So let me just say I went the fuck off to the point where my boyfriend had to pick me up and throw me in the car. I'm still not over and I don't think I will be until I put these hands in her face. My only problem is that my nieces are now caught between me and my sister because I spent a lot of time with them. And I tried to FaceTime my niece the other day and figured out that my sister has blocked me from their phone and iPad, which makes me even more angry. I know I'm going to slap the shit out of my sister whenever I catch her again. But what should I do to continue a relationship with my nieces? I feel like being that this is your sister, you can beat her ass because she's your sister. Like if right. you can't beat your sibling ass, then who, then the who can, can you, you fight? Right. You know, so I just don't I feel like, you know, you should be able to do that. Um, wow. I, you know, I understand what you're saying about your your nieces and things like that. Hopefully that one one day they will understand. Um, I don't really th- like, look, I, would I just a whole fuck out of my sister. I just don't understand. Like, <laughs> I don't so- think that there's any like if you want to do that. Woo! Go do whatever it is that you want to do to your body, girl. Just don't do it to mine. Right. If you want to lighten your skin, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? Please don't make yourself look like a phantom of the opera. You know what I'm saying? But if you do, again, that's it's your body. You. You can't give no. You can't put no fucking lightning, whatever, in somebody shit and don't tell them. Right. Are you insane? That's ridiculous. That's like giving somebody a perm and you don't. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and you like you straighten their fucking hair or like knocking somebody out and telling them you're going to give them a root canal and they wake up with breast implants. <laughs> like, I, I used just, to read these like, message what? boards a long time ago and women who were breastfeeding would talk about how they love to just sneak breast milk into food and bake goods and not tell people that titty milk was in it instead of cow's milk. And I was like, do you know somebody will beat your ass behind that? Like you need to tell people what they are in the product that you're giving them. And see, I don't and something like that don't even seem like it would be harmful to you not or make harmful, like a huge difference, right, but it's still harmful, something that you need me. to tell somebody. I mean, because I don't know what's in your breast milk. I don't know what you have. So don't <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't just give people substances like that and don't tell them that that's what it is. But you bitch, should be you able to make the decision of bleach. whether or not that wants that is something that I want to be a part of. Oh Are you telling your sister that she looks pretty or whatever now that she's lighter? See, you... Unfortunately, there's way too many people who bleach their skin, and it is because they are uncomfortable with blackness or the color of their skin or whatever. Now, I know that there are many of these creams, like, originally... like. There are people who have, like, 
discoloration or acne scars and stuff. Oh, they definitely. do use those things to even out their skin. But color. it's like a it's like a one or two percent serum and shit like that. Like, and it's not something that you're pour, pouring all over your face and body and leaving it on there every day. Right. To, that's not how that's supposed to work. If you're doing that shit, it's because you want to be lighter. And if you want to be lighter, fine. I'm not gonna judge you. But girl, leave. Leave my proactive alone. Like, I don't... don't, Especially when she's so happy with her skin. Like, she didn't ask for help with lightening her skin. She was just like, yo... I'm, I'm having breakouts now that I've had this baby, you know, thinking, oh, my niece loves skincare, you know. Here's it's not her like little you taking whiteness and your sister is like, well, right. I don't know. I kind of, I don't know but how I feel. But the sister is obsessed with, I might with, try. with skin. The sister has a colorism issue and I think deliberately had biracial babies so that they would not be as dark. As dark. Which is sad, which, but common. A lot of y'all do that. I mean, it's not like. Something we this is incredibly common, right. and it's unfortunate. Woo. But the fact of the matter is that you are very clear and very open and blatant about the fact that you are very comfortable with the fact that you're black, right. and you know you get blackity crispity black or whatever it is that you <laughs> said in the summer. You don't have a problem with that, especially shit. in Louisiana. Nobody gets lighter in the summer in Louisiana. <laughs> Nobody. She knew something was possible. wrong, and she was like, "It's a minimum of 102 degrees out here every day. How the fuck?" It's my face and just my face getting lighter, child. No, she absolutely deserves the pay for that. I can't even act like I have any other thing to say because that is such a violation. And then for her to be blocking you from stuff as if your ass did something wrong. I'm sorry, nah. I don't think there's a way that you can make sure that you have like a place in your niece's lives because you're not legally entitled to that. And if your sister wants to cut you off, she can do that. Right. And it seems like she's doing it anyway, so you might as well beat her ass since she's going to cut you off. And hopefully she'll crawl out of her feelings sooner rather than later and realize she was wrong or maybe y'all's mama can step in or something and be like, you tripping for real, bitch, because... Honestly, everybody should line up to beat her ass behind that. And if her if her kids have any questions or any confusion as to what's going on, I would absolutely let them know. Because if she's got right. a YouTube channel and shit, she's definitely at an age where she can comprehend what's going on. Right. So I've been like, look, your mama playing games out here trying to get me to look like motherfucking Vanessa Williams, and right. I don't want to. So... Like, right, it, I had to get off in that job. The way she tells the story, it makes it, it seem like the little girl was like, oh, you know, here's I'm putting a mask on Annie. And then when her sister packed it up, she mixed in some skin lightening cream into it. Like, oh, here you go. Just you take keep, that home. She, kept, she told her, right. keep using the mask. Three, four times because- a week, girl. <laughs> that is so funny. What, what the fuck kind of fuck what? you didn't even t- like it would have been one thing like I'm saying again like if you were just that you know deep in your colorism issues that you're just like you know what you really need to use this it would be so much greater if you were lighter that would be one thing because then I could be like girl no and you might need to go get some help you know I can right. at least tell right. you I am not doing that for you to try and trick me into changing my appearance the color of my skin right. into something that I'm not comfortable with you should submit to this ass whooping like you should literally <laughs> get down on your knees and allow me to yes, smack the shit out of you from both angles I don't or at understand. least to cuss you the fuck out at the very least you should be willing to take a cuss out there's no cussing out that I'm gonna give you that's <laughs> You're not right. gonna end in me smacking especially cause she you. just had a baby so bitch I've been putting these chemicals and shit on my skin you don't know what that does to my body what if she's breastfeeding and passed whatever that is into her child's body and had no idea that she was putting bleach on her face like, the whole time she yeah, has you no idea what's in there 
her. Need At the very me. least, I would push that girl. I'd push her ass into a China cabinet. <laughs> I would mush the fuck out of her. <laughs> like, she has to, something has to happen to her. I'm sorry. That is so wrong. Or maybe so, I wouldn't so fight, wrong. but slapping this slapping is disrespectful as fuck, too. I might slap the shit out of her. That's what I'm saying. Like, you as maybe opposed you don't have to, to a punch full her. out, right. Like, beat them down. Open hand smack Just write a good one. A good one right across the cheek to where her whole face, maybe she falls down, whole face slides over, nigga. Make them have to put like a like a bag of peas. Knock her glasses like a frozen off. bag of yes, green beans. Something where she gonna have to recover. Yes. Since you wanna be so light, bitch, I'm gonna put a red hand <laughs> across your light face. I bet you wish she was black today, Since don't you? Love you love being light skinned so damn much. Explain this bruise. Explain this hand shaped mark when you go to work. Right. Five fingers. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't my husband. My sister beat my ass. She did. Child. Because she's tired of being light. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. Our next question comes from Royal, who says, I'm 24 years old. This one's kind of cute. And I've been, Royal's a man. Okay. And he says, I've been following this guy on Instagram for about a year now, and I've really been kind of liking him lately. I'm a guy and I'm bisexual, but I've only dated women my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've never dated or talked to a man before. I know this sounds a little crazy, but I've always been more attracted to women than men. But except that for this guy, not at all, you sound like me, but except for this guy on Instagram. He's a really good looking guy and he's in the military and always in the gym and posting motivational quotes and hanging out with his Them family. Be the ones. <laughs> Don't they? Oh I live in Detroit and he lives in San Francisco and I always comment under his posts and reply to them. And then five minutes later, he replies and takes the post down. Recently, I told my coworker about him and I was telling her that I don't think he likes men's. And she said that the only way to find out was to check the people he's following. Listen, some of y'all are so crafty. Listen, <laughs> she's on the she's on the right track, nigga. She was born this way. She got it. So I did that and I saw nothing but niggas. I mean, all up and down. This man follows nothing but fine ass niggas who are professionals of thirst trapping. And I think I saw some gay porn stars, too. Damn. Oh, wait. So how you know to get? Never mind. That made me wonder if I DM him, do you think he'll reply to me or will he ignore me? Should I just leave it all the way alone? <laughs> I have no one to talk to about this and I really need you guys' advice. Thanks. He said he can't come to his family. He's probably still in the closet. Probably. So, first of all, God bless you. That's so cute. He Aww, has a crush, crush on a boy. Oh, That's cute. I'm trying to remember the first crush I had on a girl. Oh, God. Mm. So, but anyway, you didn't that's have to not go back right. There. No, it's a dark place. Uh, <laughs> so I was um, lusting after this bitch for like a year, and all my friends were like, "If you don't go talk to her, I swear to God, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth." Like, I have had very similar. You have story. got to shut up, her. I don't think he's gonna like burn you to a crisp with his breath of fire. Like, just go and speak. Really, it feels like it would be easier to DM somebody than to talk to them in person. We have DMs. All oh, right, that's but true. Today, Wasn't none of this internet. Yes. Um. But, yeah, I mean, there's no harm in sending this man a DM. I mean, obviously, don't be like, I would love to tickle your scrotum (laughs) with my pinky fingers. I don't, you know, don't. balls will look good in my mouth. (laughs) Don't be so much. You could just, like, try and strike up a conversation. If he's spoken to you before, then it's not, you know, like, oh. I mean, you never know. Right. Maybe, so she, I maybe say he thinks you're cute, too. He might. And the DM is the exact. Look, Yo Gotti tried to tell y'all. That's where it goes down. Mm-hmm. So that's the place, if any, to get some confirmation on whether or not you've got a shot. Mm-hmm. And he lives in San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, you you wasting not- your goddamn time emailing <laughs> us. Like, Don't be scared. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure that is nerve wracking. I've never sent a DM to anybody in like a sexy 
kind of way or like I think you're cute kind of way but somebody has DM'd me like that before like somebody who actually I did find attractive and not that we ever fucked around or nothing but I at least follow her on Instagram now so I mean maybe maybe that's as far as it'll go and maybe not but if you are really interested you're never gonna know unless you reach out so yeah you might as well just go ahead and try I mean it's I think you have like a better chance of getting what you want um, in a situation like this where you're DMing a guy and not DMing a girl. <laughs> Cause I feel like women just have way women are like, many, oh, delete, delete, way more reasons delete. to be like, I'm not responding to this. They just have way more questions and there's so many like levels of caution right. that a woman has to like go through right. before she's like, mm, okay, maybe I'll respond to this one. So yeah, send the man a DM. You know, and get that back broke or break that back. I don't know what your ministry is. <laughs> yeah, Royal. Send it. Let us know how it goes, especially if y'all end up meeting or dating or something. How cute would that be? In San Francisco, my nigga, like, you need to just go ahead and go on over there. You San never Francisco know. San Francisco is the gay. I mean, it really is. They are. You can always catch you a flight out. If you're not comfortable with him coming to see you in Detroit, you can always just fly out there. And was in the military and goes to the gym and posts motivational quotes. The gym. (laughs) If he posts pictures of himself in the gym, I'm not saying he's gay because a lot of straight men do that. Absolutely. But it's the combination of military, gym, motivational quotes, hanging out with family. Let him be able (laughs) to spell and be woke. (laughs) You better just go ahead and shoot your motherfucking shot and stop talking to us about this bullshit shit. Hoes out here. What? I was about to say, you got to hurry up and send that DM for somebody else, do. All right. My last question comes from Kamisha, who says, I watched the BET MTV live town hall and was pleased to see Crystal there because you obviously offer valid points on pretty much all topics, especially ones concerning race, politics, etc. Thank you. To Crystal, how constructive and worthwhile did you think the town hall was in terms of guests that were brought on and anybody who spoke? I had to turn it off a couple of times. Did you want to choke out the NYPD, NYPD officer that was one who of the times. was not able to call a murder what it was? And for Kid Fury, if you watched, was there anything else you would have offered in commentary or was it sufficient for all that an hour of TV could bring? Love you too, Kamisha. Honestly, I felt like that was... I thought it was overall a really good conversation and something that needed to be on TV. I think I think that that, that too. I think that the um the effort behind it felt a little like I don't know how to describe it. It just felt like like one of those MTV news moments where we're just going to come on here and have like the hip hoppy Mm-hmm. little discussion or whatever and sometimes that makes me feel weird you know what i'm saying like i know that they somebody was like you know we have a duty as a network and especially with you know the young people and stuff that watch these channels to have this kind of conversation but it was another situation like it reminded me of the dave Chappelle sketch where he was talking about how tro called into ja rule after 9 11 and he was like don't nobody give a fuck about what ja rule thinks right it was like why is pushy why C fabulous? and fabulous on facetime and skype or whatever like i don't give a fuck how they feel about this no shade right, right. so that kind of to me was a little bit like i, I felt like they were wasting time with some of the stuff that they had i did feel like that police officer needed to not come i rolled my eyes so many times you weren't i saw you (laughs) like i was sitting there watching you (laughs) make those faces like everybody was sitting there like 
white manly. So you can't just say it. So like, why did you come? Even Charlamagne was like, so you can't just say like. Everybody was sitting up. there like, just say <laughs> the words, and that again to me was a re- it was, it was really frustrating. Right. Proof again that the the police force in America is the biggest and baddest gang on earth because oh, them niggas are so terrifying and intimidating that they don't even want to talk about each other mm-hmm. outside of your your district department state. They don't even want to call out other cops because they know how cops will react mm-hmm. with you like just say that particular police officer right. did not do their job why can't the way you they just were say to. that it's not like you're saying police officers all blow and they should all eat dicks and go to hell you can simply say that particular officer and that one and that one right they suck at i mean and this job. is a retired officer he's not even still like on duty he doesn't even still work for the nypd so why is it so hard for you to just say this like it was really frustrating to be in a room with that man and him saying this shit. And it's like, I really, I can't cuss you out. Like, I, I can't like, choke the shit out of you. God, Ugh. please cover Chris Law and Francesca. <laughs> right. And don't let them go to jail Ooh, today. God bless. Because, you know, Viacom, I was not a part of that show. And when I got there, Charmaine was like, you know, Viacom is scared of you. Like, you know, they were afraid to put you on this panel. And it's not like I don't understand because... I know how I am, to be totally honest. And had I been with a mic talking to that police officer, I would have been like, so really, you feel like you just cannot be honest about this. Like, I get that part totally and completely, but they did ask me to come be in the audience. And I felt like what they had Cheska Lee doing, no shade, because Francesca is brilliant, but they could have had any PA who works at Viacom with a mic in the audience asking audience questions. Like, that was just like, it felt like they played Francesca and used her status and her social media followers and all that to kind of get people to tune in. But then they just... They kind of regulated her to the back. And it was really frustrating to see so many men dominate the comp. It was almost like they had this whole, they put it together really fast, obviously. I think it all came together in less than a day. And they had basically tapped all these men to be a part of it. And then somebody was like, oh, shit, we literally have no black women on this. What can we do? Like... It Don't just, even get me started. And so it wouldn't be the first time. That was that. I felt like that was fucked up that men dominated the conversation. So and it, to the point where they talked about, you know, black men losing lives, black men not having jobs. And, you know, we hearing from a white man who is making some great points and then we hearing from some white actor who's just up here talking and don't really have nothing to say at all. Which is like, I mean, I was asked to be here, so I'm here and I don't have no problem saying Black Lives Matter. Okay, great. Like, why are we spending so much time on you? Why are we spending so much time on NBA players who admit that they're not stars and like random rappers and shit and nobody is talking about the way that black women are affected by the police and black people who aren't straight cisgender men like nobody is talking about how they are also affected by police brutality and how they face problems and discrimination within our own community and that makes it so much harder because the movement is about black men the movement centers black men and that's why the say her name hashtag and all these other efforts have popped up because we need to talk about black women and femmes and lgbtq people and trans people like we have to talk about that because none of us are free until we all are i mean you can look at these protests as black women and the front lines of all of these every single one getting dragged across the ground literally by cops and going to prison for you niggas like so i just don't understand why it's like constantly being 
being right. overlooked. Like it just doesn't make. But any as far sense as something that you know was produced by a giant media company like Viacom in less than a day and was live television, which is a whole. And again, I understand because I'm I'm quick to pop off and I may just curse. <laughs> we just, you know, it, I told them when I got there, like I'm still really in my feelings about this, and I'm sure everybody was, but it just. For, so, but anyway, the point, like, with all things considered, I felt like the conversation that was had and the, the things that were said were great. And it was something really important that probably they should keep going. But, you know, at the same time, we have to be able to point out the ways that you fell short so that when you do it again, you can right. do it better. Like, That's there's no saying. point in being like, oh, well, everything's great. And it was just a great show. It was a great show. However, do these things differently. Like, do better about this. It felt like, to me, it just felt like an opportunity for Viacom to be a part of the conversation. And it felt very quick. It felt very like, oh, sudden. And I just felt like it could. It there, Like you're saying, a lot of really great pain, points were made. You know, a lot of really great things were said. But I feel like it could have been a much deeper, in-depth, like better conversation if they would right. have just taken a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that this is obviously something that like this is a long fight that we're going to have to have. Right. And it's gonna, not going to be something that's going to be irrelevant next week or next month so I'm interested in seeing how Viacom you know and all of these other networks mm-hmm. and all of these other people and organizations who have been attaching themselves to the movement and you know doing hashtags and stuff I want to see how they're going to be acting in a month or in two months from now when we still talk about this shit you know what I'm saying because right. it's not going away so it isn't I feel like media companies are going to have to start doing a better job of talking about this shit and this was a step in the right direction so right all right, send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We'll be back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, so it's time for the read. It is. And, I mean, I feel like our reads are probably very similar. This Are we? Are you talking about I what's going on? I don't have, like, one specific thing. So I figured this was just going to be us talking. Let's just talk about it, then. Okay, where do we start? Shit. <sighs> I don't even know. I will say this. I feel okay. tired already. I think that I read the story about Alton Sterling. Like, I had really heard, heard about it after we left the studio last week. Right. And then, like, right after I read about it and stuff, the first thing that my mind went to, obviously, was, okay, here we go again. And I started to get, like, really pissed off, not just because of that, but because... I it didn't it usually when I hear these stories they hit me like like I just ran into a brick wall at like right. 5000 miles an hour but this time it didn't feel that way so I felt like I'm starting to get numb to it and that really made me angry yeah. like the fact that it happened so often that, that it's just like, like oh, okay here we go one. again right. that pissed me the fuck off cuz we're talking about people's lives people who are loved right um but I did say that it's going to get to a point where people are going to start rebelling. They're going to get together 
And they're going to say, fuck it, y'all are killing us anyway. And they're going to start coming to y'all and they're going to start shooting y'all back. And that's not a positive thing. That's not right. something that I'm encouraging. That is just common fucking sense. Right. We've marched. We have cried. We have died. We've made signs. We've done literally everything else. And still there's no kind of even understanding or respect for what it is that we're saying. Instead, yeah. we're being made to seem like we're a bunch of bullies and troublemakers and that the entire movement is, uh, is is selfish and it's about all of these things that there's very clearly not about. Right. And so what do you expect for us as human beings to do? Like, I don't think that people realize that, like, we're not like many of you racist hoes where we just feel like, you know, one person's tragedy and things like these when it comes to race is just their business. Like, when we hear about the Trayvons and the Mikes and the Erics and the Altons and all of these people, mm-hmm. it it affects us. It literally makes our days, weeks, emotions hell. It makes us incredibly sad. It makes it's us traumatic. Wa- it's it is literal trauma, and I don't think that and that people really digest that part that we aren't just sad because somebody lost their dad or mom or brother or whatever like this is a blow to the community because we know that it keeps happening and it could be us or somebody that we love tomorrow and we're tired of it so what do you expect for human beings to do when we're pushed to a place where we're doing everything that you tell us that we're supposed to do when we want to fight for change and you're still hurting us and saying that we're horrible like eventually people are going to say fuck it and then it's going to be a riot out here and y'all going to be trying to do your whole martial law shit and it doesn't even need to get that far because what we're asking for is not something outrageous it's not something that's absurd we're not it's like three things i Really, like, I didn't even know how I wanted to approach this conversation because I really don't even want to do or say most of these things. And the only reason I don't is because we've said them a million times already. Right. And I mean, we did this when Trayvon died. We've we did been doing this on this show for years at this point. It's exhausting to have to always be coming up on here talking about racial inequality and justice and stuff like that. Like... We've said a million times, that's not even what this show is supposed to be about. That's just the niggas that we are. So, you know, we're going to talk about it. But it's frustrating as fuck to have to complete, like, on top of the fact that you are killing us and making us feel like we're less than mud. Then you insult us by having us say the same things that we're saying all of the time. Please don't tell me anything about how Black Lives Matter should be all lives matter because of whatever reason. Here's why that is stupid. And I am never going to say it again. In order for you to believe that all lives matter, you have to believe that black lives matter. Come on. Because black lives are included in all lives. Mm -hmm. Please do not insult or try and demonize the black community by implying that when we say black lives matter, that we are saying black lives are the only ones that matter. Or that black lives are somehow more important than the lives of white people or the the lives of Latin people or the lives of police officers or the lives of anyone else. We are saying the data proves that our lives are being treated as if they have no value. And we would like for that to stop. Black Lives Matter is not a movement that is anti-police. 
It is not a movement that says that we wish that all police would die. It is not a a, a movement that says that we think that police are, you know, a, a useless part of government and that we should all just live off the fat of the land. Mm-hmm. What we are saying to the police is that you all have an incredible, incredibly evil and detrimental issue within your function within your entire organization like there is a real real problem with the way that police treat citizens black citizens specifically mm-hmm. in this country and we would simply like for you to do your jobs correctly that is it we would like for you to do what you are trained to do stop trying to lie to us and convince us that you're doing what you're supposed to Alton Sterling may have had a gun on him in an open carry state. In an open carry state. But Alton Sterling could have had a motherfucking grenade launcher strapped to his back. He should have the same rights and the same treatment that you managed to give all of these insane, deadly white folk who go out here and shoot kids, who go out here and shoot churchgoers, who go out here and shoot... People at the movie theaters. Somehow, people with no melanin are allowed to wave guns in your faces, shoot at you, shoot at people that you love, and you still manage to get handcuffs on them and escort them to a police station, and they get their day in court. Somehow. Black people don't even get to figure out what they did wrong before they get killed. We would just like for that to not be the case anymore. Are there black people who deserve to be locked up or who are criminals or, or doing whatever? Sure, just like your white asses. But that doesn't mean that you should just walk up on them and start shooting the fuck out them. And then on top of that, try and tell us all of the things that they did wrong in their life. I don't give a fuck if these people were the devil's right hand and his go-to. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Because like I have said, y'all have managed to lock up some of the most heinous, evil bastards ever in the world and you get them into custody and they are alive and breathing today not only that but then somehow it becomes how they just didn't take the riddle in that morning and they you know they really loved the care bearers when they were three and this is all a big misunderstanding and dylan roof's motherfucking uh attorneys are trying to get his charges like they're trying to get the the his life sentence or death penalty or whatever the fuck they're trying to get all that thrown out Homeboy, the white boy who raped, what's his name? Brock. Who fuck? Oh, Brock Turner. Yeah, that bitch. It's just like you know, I can just be a horrible person when I'm white. I could be like the worst Dylan person Roof ever. Trying to plead not guilty now after you took out a sanctuary full of black worshippers, and we know that you did. Right. It's not even up for debate. So but I don't. Somehow he was taken alive. Can you imagine a black man shooting up a Wednesday night Bible service at a white church? Can you really? And and then picturing that black man making it to the jail alive in one piece. Not only would they kill him, they would go on a hunt to every black church and set them shits on fire. Okay. Just to make a point and be some dicks about it. That's that's what this is. Like nobody on this side is trying to say that we would like to overrun the country and we would like for to make every white person eat Purina dog chow out of little pink bowls and all of you are we're gonna mm-hmm. flip the script and make you our slaves for hundreds of years. Right. All we're saying is, bitch, we would just like to live. We would like to feel like when we see a cop that we may not 
you know, die that day. Right. You know, that's it. That's it. We would like to be comfortable. And that's how it feels. When we're around these people. So don't tell us no shit about Black Lives Matter means this. You have no idea what the fuck the shit means, bitch, because you've never had to be concerned about whether or not a cop is going to kill your motherfucking ass. And that doesn't even, that's not even just, you know, right. white cops. Because you, I love cops. how the news got all they Negroes front and center now. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Black sheriffs, black, um, what What are the, the, the people who, the people who do like autopsies and stuff? The coroner? Yes. All the black folk. Every black oh, yeah. person. Hey, they all got something to say now. And most of them are just so heartbroken over the cops that lost their This lives. Dallas police chief up here talking about black people got bigger problems and you need to worry about why 70% of the community is being raised by single mothers and all this shit. Like, What does that have to do with cops killing us? Here's the other thing. I feel like I did too. Black on black. No. Listen. T- black lives Say whatever matter. you want to say. Don't tell me why this person was a horrible person and, you know, they deserve to die because they I mean, they Alton, stu- they had Alton subdued. It's not like he's on tape shooting at police. Like, they had him. They were on top of him. They so had why Eric did Garner. you kill him? Right. It, it reminded me, and I deliberately did not watch that video. It's I didn't like watch I did either. not watch the Facebook live stream of Philando Philandro Castile. Philando Castile. Philando Castile. I started to watch it, and then once the camera turned and I saw him with that bloody T-shirt, I said, nope, nope, cannot do it. I didn't watch the videos at all. Can I watch this man die? I did watch, like, like a few seconds of the cops approaching Alton Sterling, um, but that was only because there are so many websites, for whatever reason, that have these videos up set to autoplay, and I wish that y'all would take them down. Not everybody that. wants to watch somebody get killed, and it's not just the black person. I don't like watching people. I could watch some of the most violent, horrible TV shows and fictional movies and things like that because I know that person is alive. I can't watch somebody get shot and killed. I can't even watch somebody just get shot even if I know that they made it. I don't like that type of shit. I can't even watch the fake shit, so I definitely can't watch the right. shit. So, I definitely didn't watch um, the video of Phil being killed. I didn't watch the video of Alton Sterling being killed. But I didn't watch it, but I listened to it. And hearing that police officer screaming while he still had this gun pointed and this woman is just like like you did this you you did this you asked him for his license he told you i have a gun i'm a registered gun owner he's a legal gun owner and you shot him like that's literally how it happened and the only reason that all of that stuff had to be said to preface that shit was because we know how this goes down. Right. I know I'm black and I know you white and I know you got a gun and I know that odds are if you're like many of these other cops out here, you will use any opportunity you can to kill my motherfucking Trash. ass. So I'm going to let you know, yes, I have a gun. So you can't say, oh, you thought right. I, you saw one or whatever the case may be. And, and you killed him anyway. He told you where his license was. He told you what he was reaching for. He told you he had a gun he told you all of these things to make mm-hmm. you feel safe right. and how is that our job as citizens to make the police feel safe isn't that there didn't they swear and protect and and took oaths and shit that they would protect us like i don't even that? give a fuck about your oath i give a fuck about the fact that i pay my goddamn taxes Come on. and i'm not paying my taxes for you to turn around and kill me because you don't like my the color of my motherfucking skin do your job i don't give a fuck i know that there are plenty of cops out here who do this great job and y'all want to talk about oh well well you know when you black people are killing each other who are you gonna call 
Not you, bitch. You ain't going to do nothing but kill all of us. And furthermore, y'all hoes don't even come to the motherfucking neighborhoods where black people live. We'll be dead before you get there, girl. That's not even in places like Chicago. I can tell you right now, living in South Miami, bitch, you had a better chance of fixing shit yourself before you called the cops to come and get you because they're going to be like, oh, what neighborhood is that? Yeah, they're going to die regardless. They will literally yeah. mosey their way. I'll right. never forget my grandmama, God rest her soul. Had they Somebody like broke in her house one day. She came home. They stole a whole bunch of her shit. They called the cops when she got to the house. The cops didn't show up until like an hour and a half later. Because they don't care. They don't give a fuck. Y'all don't care because we are black. Because if somebody called your ass from Old Cutler or Brickle, bitch, somebody called you from downtown Miami in a motherfucking high rise, you'd have been over there in 30 seconds with fucking 16 cars. Right. And you just don't give a shit about us. I'm just tired of people acting like what we're saying is some kind of, like, Bridge of Terabithia, Chronicles of Narnia (laughs) ass, make-believe ass fucking story. Like, you see it. That's what pisses me off. You know what we're talking about. You know what we mean when we say Black Lives Matter. You know what we mean. Like, black-on-black crime? Girl, we've already talked to you about the statistics when it comes to white-on-white crime. We already know that. And then, what annoys me even more is you acting like we don't rally and protest and walk and have organizations for crime against our own community like there aren't people and organizations in places like chicago in places like miami in places like texas and 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 la and and here in new york York. harlem stay with a keep the violence out of our communities initiative i see that shit all the time like we are just okay with the fact that black people are killing other black people but we would just rather be mad at y'all because it's way more convenient no girl we march for us and we march to end violence that we inflict on ourselves as well as the violence that you inflict on us because we're not a stupid group of people and we know that all of these things are important we march for y'all we march for women you know what i'm saying shit plenty of us gotta march for gays too and i'll I will get to you bitches in a second. But I'm just saying, please don't, like, stop telling us these same things. I know that you're going to again. Because y'all know that this bullshit is so fucking stupid. And it's so pointless that there isn't a single excuse. There isn't a single narrative that you can come up with that is sensible. So you're going to say the same shit over and over and over again. because you. And even though you know it doesn't make any sense, you're going to keep saying it because it doesn't have anything to do with you. You know, the chances of you getting your ass beat or shot or even arrested by some cops are like slim to none in comparison to us. Right. It's none of your fucking concern. It's none of your concern. They but consider it a black issue. Absolutely a black issue. Mm-hmm. That's why we have problems with that all lives matter shit. And it's like so many of y'all who have been saying all lives matter as a mean of saying, you know, like, cause there are plenty of blacks and celebrities who are getting into tons of trouble because they keep saying all lives matter because you want to be a part of this whole we are human race and we all need to love each other and whatever type of a movement that's really sweet girl that's that's really great um and i totally agree that we as a human race need to all be one sure but that's not we don't need all lives don't matter so just stop that lie i mean if we want to be frank not every life (laughs) some of y'all are just boo-boo and with no hope of redemption so but if we are going to treat all lives like they matter, then let's treat all lives they matter. And stop using that saying as a way to, like, dismiss the black lives. Because nobody's being like, oh, well, you know, you're so right. 
all lives matter, people, and we have to do something about this. We have to change this because these black people have had enough. And that's not what you're doing. Right. You're saying all lives matter because you want us to stop saying black lives matter. It's a way of saying, oh, bitch. Yeah, whatever, your little funky black lies. Every life matters. What are you complaining for? That's the sentiment right. that's coming from that. Like, that's what you mean when you say that shit. So I just find it funny that you say that with such disdain and scorn, you know, when black people are being murdered. But the second that a couple of cops get shot, then it's like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. blue lives, cop lot. Let's talk about lives. Let's talk about, like, deaths. And let's talk about senseless violence in this country. (laughs) We have not been out here marching and rallying and raising funds and crying. Beyonce ain't been performing and kicking up water every goddamn night for however long already. Like, now y'all want to talk about death and murder and gun violence? Really? All of a sudden, I'm just so confused. Right. And it's, first of all, nobody was saying all lives matter until we started saying black Black lives lives matter. matter. It was definitely created as a response to kind of take away from what we were saying. But the people who say that never, like, they troll the black lives matter hashtag to say, oh no, all lives matter. But Mm -hmm. they don't do that same thing when somebody says blue lives matter. If you really felt like all lives matter, you would respond to those people who are standing for the police and you would be like, no, girl, blue lives are no more important than anybody else's all lives matter. But you don't actually feel that all lives matter. You just feel like black people should shut the fuck up. Exactly. That's what you're really trying to say. If you really did feel that way, then when somebody says, oh, well, blue lives matter, you would turn to them and be like, but all all, all lives, lives matter. matter. All lives are equally important. What happened to that bullshit? Oh, you don't actually mean it is what happens. What your dumbass believes is that white and these quote unquote blue lives right. are the all. That's what you think. You think that all lives are white lives. Right. All lives mm-hmm. are cop lives. Animal That's lives. It. And animal <laughs> lives. Lions and tigers. Animals count, damn and it. Bears. The animals count, okay? Child, white people's just y'all are so fucking lost Ooh. and fucking stupid and backwards as hell and you don't even realize how like that blue lives matter shit you could say cop lives you could have said badge lives matter you could have said police I mean, lives matter blue's not a race you specifically said blue to combat the fact yeah. that black right. is what we are saying right. just to be dicks about right. it just and you want to wanna act like we don't see that get the fuck man so after somebody in Dallas took out these police officers, which not going to say I was happy to hear that because I will say that I was not surprised. Not surprised. First of all, I'm not entirely sure that what they told us about this alleged sniper is even the truth. I don't believe because America, it seems like every time some shit happens where police be killing us one after another and it's on tape and all that, then all of a sudden something happens and somebody goes to take out some cops. Not to say, I don't know is what I'm saying. I don't know what happened there. But finding out that five or six police officers died and apparently one of them was like openly a member of the KKK. So I'm certainly not shedding no tears for that bitch. But Unlike y'all, I can see the individual humanity in police officers. So I know that while I may have a problem with the way police operate in this country, any individual police officer is not necessarily going to reflect those same beliefs. So hearing that a police officer was shot and killed, I'm thinking about your family and friends first and foremost. Like, because I understand that you were an individual human being. And maybe people that loved you have to bear people that loved you cared about you. Right. But white people who had absolutely the fuck nothing to say about Alton Sterling and Philando Castile dying when those white cops died and then all of a sudden they were like, well, this is just terrible and an outrage and this is so just the worst thing. And now it's war. (laughs) 
like, this what? could be any of us. It could have always been any of us. How come you didn't see any humanity in any of the black victims of police brutality? Why is it that white people have to die for you to understand how bad something is? Why is it that you can't just... Why can't you see us? Why can't you see the pain that we go through? Why can't you watch these videos and read these reports and be like, damn, this shit has been going on forever. Like, we have been telling y'all this has been going on for fucking ever. It is only just now that the technology has caught up and it is so fucking widespread. And y'all... And y'all still pissed. don't care. That's the thing. We've been telling y'all about this for centuries. And now we have video fucking proof and y'all still don't care. So They're how so much pissed. are we supposed to care about y'all? Really, yes. white people. How much are we supposed to give a fuck about your precious police departments? How are we? How, how much are we supposed to give a shit when not only do y'all execute us in cold blood and not get punished and not give a shit about it, but regular everyday white citizens be like, oh, la-da-da terrible news if they even say that and then move on about their fucking day like absolutely nothing happened and i mentioned this on twitter and a bunch of ashy ass niggas got mad which is fine like as long really when straight men straight black men are mad at me for the most part i consider it to be like a sign that i'm doing something correct i enjoy it i will always deliberately uplift black women especially queer black women because that's where i am that is the intersection that i live at that is my identity and you cannot expect me to take away the queerness and the womanness of my life and ride for you when you don't ride for us i've been to these fucking marches and shit and you know who's out there us the gay niggas that you hate i mean men are on the internet talking about oh well i wish deray had never come out or i wish deray wasn't gay because we just can't listen to no gay nigga and we just can't follow no gay niggas orders or you know follow his lead or no shit like that the gay niggas are the main ones out there and with that's us. why you need to be standing front line so you can go first because i'm so like you are Joe. point how the fuck are you going to claim that you are trying to fight for equality or whatever and then ostracize somebody a group of people who are at more rallies and functions than your than ass you ever ever are. ever you are. Can ever be bothered to show up to all you hoes stand in line for is fucking yeezys and come madden on, so you need on. to shut the fuck up and let these people who are really about doing the work do the motherfucking work because guess what niggas like myself we have to walk march for my black ass for her black ass and your black ass and then i gotta go and turn around and march for my gay ass and i guarantee i'm not gonna see your ass there so i don't even understand like shut the fuck up we need all the help and all the positivity and all the woke words that we can get so for your stupid ignorant ass to get up on the internet and try and make it seem like there's anything wrong with black gay people being or queer people Trans being people. a part of the move of the movement like that is somehow deg- like i posted this thing like after deray was released yeah um from jail which i will touch on in a second as well twitter did their whole deray deray's been released party or whatever oh the hashtag the hashtag right. which as we've said many times before, black people, sometimes we turn to these things to uplift. We're tired. Right. We're, we don't want to wake up. I said to myself, like, Sunday, I'm going to go into this week with a fucking smile on my face. I don't care how, if it kills me, I'm mm-hmm. going to smile. I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of being upset. I'm tired of living my life in anxiety because people just don't like brown. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So we going to take whatever, even if it's 30 minutes to an hour to get some jokes off to make ourselves, ourselves feel better. That's what we're going to do. Right. And we decided to do that while celebrating the fact that DeRay did not get killed in jail and then he made it out. Praise so, God. And all the other, there was like 30 some odd protesters that all got arrested for the dumbest shit. All the videos I saw out of Baton Rouge, they yanking women up for talking. 
like literally speaking. for speaking to other people like and just all of a sudden here come police officers to snatch your ass up did you see the girl the photo of the girl in the sundress I mean she had a yeah, maxi yeah, yeah. dress like Sandra Bland facing the police and she was literally just standing there with the dress blowing in the mm-hmm. wind and they looked like they were fighting like the Hulk armed forces I was right. like she must be Storm I was waiting for her to <laughs> levitate and like call a, a typhoon because right. the, her step and I her to do like Garnett and just exactly <laughs> pull out her big smashy arms or some shit and be, just beat the shit out of everybody since y'all so scared. I was like, I really wish that we were X Men the way that they treat us like we are. I was like, I really need to know the rest Man. of that girl's story because she was standing. I was almost like she was deliberately standing still and upright. To show like the contrast between the her her posture and right. theirs, like like they just looked right. so, and she's standing there They're like so aggressive and mad. I am wearing a dress. I clearly have. I don't even have pockets. I have nothing <laughs> here but my skin, girl, and you are terrified. Right. So I mean, I just I'm so tired. But what I was saying was, I posted a tweet. That's it. When they mad at the gays. Or being a part of the movement, but you, I'm at the party anyway. And I posted a video of me twerking at a party last year or something like that. Mm. Oh, and yes. I saw that. I didn't think Get that it was going big to be. Old booty in them pants. <laughs> and you know how it is about your ass. So when you say, oh, I just didn't think, you could stop that. Because we've all seen your thought pictures in the ocean and you know your ass is popping. So you knew when you put up that gift what this you was doing. Such an inappropriate time it's really, to make fun. It's really not because you did it. Like you played yourself, you posted it, and you knew what you was doing. So I wanted to make a point. Okay. I am gay. <laughs> I'm proud of it. I don't have a problem with it. And I like to shake my ass because I'm from Dade fucking County. Amen. And I'm proud of who I am. And that is exactly what the movement needs. Black, yes. proud, fearless, strong yes. motherfucking individuals. Gay, straight, bi, trans, pan, a, I, male, female. Us. I don't give a fuck. One, two, three. Where you stand. If you are of color, not of color, and you understand what this movement is about, and you want to be, you need to stand in pride when it comes to that. Right. Because in my mentions talking about the last thing that we need to see right now is a black man shaking his ass at this time. And I was like, clearly, oh, since you here talking to me about it, it must be the first thing you need to see because <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like it I had don't an understand. effect on you. <laughs> yeah, clearly it touched your soul in a minute. I said the same thing to somebody else who, who left some kind of homophobic con- comment. And I said, you're so welcome, queen. I know you needed this. Oh, and he well. blocked me. <laughs> It was so funny. <laughs> Straight black men have to get the fuck over themselves. Like, we show up for y'all consistently, but there is no freedom without all of us being free. And so you, being a black man, yes, you are facing a bunch of shit in this world, but you cannot pretend like being straight is not a privilege being a man is not a privilege and being cisgender is not a privilege. Like those are still privileges that you benefit from, even though you are black in this society and you, but you don't get that. You act like being black is just all that it is. And so we all need to stick together and we're all big one, one big happy family. We are always the ones meeting y'all halfway. We are always the ones showing up for y'all. When do y'all do this for us? Every When was the last time you saw thousands of straight cis black men flooding the streets for Sandra Bland or any other woman killed in police custody or, or police hands. I'd love to when know. was the last time you saw a bunch of straight black men marching for Island Nettles or any of the other trans women of color who've been murdered this year and typically murdered by people within our own community? Y'all don't stand up for those of us who are the most marginalized and y'all don't check each other when you see them saying fucked up shit or doing fucked up shit. It's like y'all straight black men cause so much pain in a lot of ways to those of us uh, 
the rest of us in the community. And yet still, every single time we are expected and almost required to show up on your behalf and you don't do it for us. And I'm sick of the bullshit. You will ask a random black woman or expect a random black woman to march on your behalf and let your white wife sit at home in peace. What the fuck kind of shit is that? Almost like it's not her white ass job to stick up for blackness. Like, oh, just leave everything to the to the black women. And that's the other point that I wanted to make. White people, especially those of you who claim to give a shit about equality and fairness and black lives and all that. Like, it's great for you to donate and spread the word online and all these other things. But as far as your physical presence, if white allies showed up to these demonstrations they to these would marches be so the police different. are not going to tear gas no group of kim kardashians they're not going to do it they're not going to take out batons and beat the fuck out of you until you on the ground they're not going to bum rush no group of white men and Have arrest you seen them those couple of little groups with like majority white people and like little Oklahoma City had a Black Lives Matter march and there were white people all up and through it and I'm sure that that's a huge part of the reason why shit did not go left because when it's just us they don't feel no problem about male female children or not trans or they don't give a fuck they will sit there and beat the whole living fuck out of us with no regards I saw a video I don't know where this was but I saw a video of Black Lives Matter protests and I promised each and every one of them was and it was just like it like panned across it may have been 40 50 of them or something like that they all had signs and it was silent right there wasn't a single word they were all standing there holding their signs i don't even know if, if cops were there mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but let us get together in a group oh and it's like you just see a group of armor. black people and it, you it, it's like your mind instantly goes to what are they capable of like right. this you know this could go so dark so I'm sorry, that was, I didn't know. No, but really, because after when Freddie Gray died and they had the marches and stuff for him in Baltimore last year, I distinctly remember seeing video of police and they were talking to a white group of protesters or white protesters who were out there with black people. And the police officer was like, look, guys, I don't want to have to arrest anybody. I don't want anybody to get hurt. Let's all just pack up and go. And I was like, where are all these kind, sweet, encouraging words for black people? They don't do that to us. They don't see the humanity in us like I just don't. I will keep making that point because it will continue to be true if you really feel a way about us if you really give a fuck about us show the fuck up don't let the police do this to us anymore like there is something you can do about it and black men love to fuck white women who will take everything from black culture that they want I mean child the, the boxer braids which I God only knows where y'all came up with this shit and cankalon and just everything just oh we'll just take the music and the style they have soul the, food too now, Jesus. Child, oh, My the, God. The, ugh, Kim Kardashian is writing a soul food. I'm sorry, she's doing what? I saw a headline. That's, I'm not even tar- entirely sure this is true, but that apparently Kim Kardashian is writing a cookbook. I know that she attempts to cook macaroni and cheese sometimes. She makes that same nasty ass looking meal every time. Sweetie, this isn't it, about bashing it, No, bash. it's not. But if your food was good, niggas would Snapchat themselves talking about it. You wouldn't have to <laughs> ask. When food is good, niggas be like, well, let me just tell y'all. I have to tell About Kia and how she put her foot in these motherfucking greens, bitch. Right. 
<laughs> I will come back. Like, how many times have we talked about Diner's fucking Corner since we've left Toronto? And I cannot wait to go back next month because I need Diner's Corner in my life. Like, so delicious. When food is good, you ain't got to beg. But anyway, back to the greater point. Do not let white people take all the good, fun, cool shit from our culture and then just sit the fuck back in the cut when it comes time to sticking up for us. If you love blackness so fucking much, then be there for us when the police are discriminating. Like, and... We shouldn't have to beg you to help us not be killed. The police are clearly on your side. And they always (laughs) have been. The police were set up to be... To hunt down niggas and make sure niggas wasn't doing nothing. Like, the police were always supposed to be a control group for us. Somebody to make sure that we weren't getting too free. Now they got a couple of uh, officers of color who are coming forward and admitting it. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know... And like I said to that that light skin, I don't remember where what city or what town she worked in, but she was that officer who went on her social media and was very emotional and saying how they don't need to, like, if you're racist, you don't need to have Oh, yeah, that, that, that light-skinned lady. And I heard she got suspended or something, and I don't remember, like, what yeah. the status was on her job or whatever, but past her fucking job, I just, you know. Like, you can't even, you can't break that blue wall. We all know it exists, and apparently her going past it has resulted in her getting suspended. Well, I didn't but the really crazy thing about it is, that. She isn't saying anything that's wrong or crazy. It's not controversial. It's not even something that should. It's not even something that anybody should disagree with. Right. If what you're saying is that if you are racist, if you have a bias or a prejudice against a group of people, then you shouldn't be a cop. Right. And I don't understand how that is something worth getting you in trouble because it's common fucking. Like that's one of the most sensible things in the world. Just the same way, if you're racist and you have a bias against a group of people, you probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be a judge. You probably shouldn't be a doctor. Right. You probably shouldn't be a teacher. There's a lot of different job that you should not have if that's the type of person that you are but you just hear attack on cops and cops are the niggas who basically go out and do the country's evil bidding Mm -hmm. like all the people who are set up in these positions to make sure that the country stays white and that white people are the default and then they have everything and that black people live in the slums and the ghettos and that they are not afforded the same things cops are the ones who are working for them they're the people who are going out and making sure that that whole entire agenda is being kept up in these streets whether they know it or accept it or not that is why we have such a distrust and that is why we you have such an issue with cops as black people and again that doesn't mean that we're so stupid or ignorant that we don't know that there are cops that are good but we would like the proof we would like to be like to be made to feel like these people aren't just a whole bunch of inflated ego having bitches who know they have a badge and gun and can get away with murder literally and so they walk around like they do because bitch if i know that i can kill your ass and get away with it I'm going to walk around these what streets. Is there? And- I'm above the law. What do I give a fuck about then? Like, police officers are supposed to be enforcers of the law, but truly they are above it and they know it. So when they out here in these streets, they don't give up one fuck about how we feel about nothing because they know when it comes down to it, they're going to win over us. And so, yes, we do need a total overhaul of the police departments, but you can change all the policy you want to. If people still have these bigoted thoughts and feelings in their in their heads, in their hearts, then they're still going to discriminate against us, period. And, and that's where it gets so frustrating for me because as an adult now, I see how how big this problem is like I see how deep this is in the American culture and I don't see how we'll ever get over it and it just makes me feel so fucking helpless because I don't see how anything I don't see how it'll really ever get any better especially when white people the people who could most help affect change sit back like oh well that's black people's issue I've said I've said on the show before 
white people are the ones who have to hold each other accountable. Y'all who listen to this show or listen to all of these things and you claim to agree with it, y'all need to not just agree with it and be like, I have done good today because I feel similar to the way that Crystal and Kid Fury feel. You need to be telling people this shit. You need yeah. to be marching. Y'all are the ones who are going to make a Argue difference. Argue with your racist relatives. Go out in demonstrations and protests. Be there. Say something. This whole movement is about the fact that they don't give a fuck about us. They don't respect the fact that we're being murdered. So what makes you think that they're going to respect what we have to say? They don't give a fuck about what we're talking about, Ooh. but they give a fuck when it comes out of your white-ass right, mouth. Right. So you need to be the ones who are out these fucking protests standing in the front so they're not throwing grenades and tear gas mm-hmm. and tasing people. You need to be the ones who are making these signs you need to be the ones calling into the CNNs and the MSNBCs. You need to be the ones who are sitting here enacting this change because they don't give a fuck about what we're talking about. They're going to wait for us to stop marching. They're going to wait for it to blow over so they can start killing people again. Yeah. I'm not worried about no motherfucking marches. Honestly, I'm not thinking about none of that. I'm thinking about the next step. I'm thinking about which congressmen, which senators, which doors and and and. Yeah. Which buildings I got to gotta knock down, right. which building doors I got to knock on, who I got to call email to make sure that these things are different. Because they don't give a fuck about us walking out in these streets. They're going to beat our asses. They're going to look for our activists and they're going to lock their asses up. They're going to do all of this extra shit. And they're all of it. Yeah. All of it is in an effort to remind you where their idea of order stands. I want y'all to remember that those of us who have privilege need to be the ones to stick up for the ones who don't. And for white people of all genders, that means sticking up for black people when you know that we are disproportionately the victims of police violence. And for black men, it means sticking up for black women. And for those of us who are straight, it means sticking up for the gay ones. And for those of us who aren't trans, it means sticking up for the trans ones. Like it goes on and on and on. I may be a black queer woman, but I still have some privileges in this society that other people do not. And it is my responsibility to stick up for those people. It is my responsibility to, to stand up and say, hey, Hey, I am a black woman and I'm not going to let y'all treat my trans sisters this way. Because guess what? It affects all of us. Right. Regardless of what side you're on or where you at. It affects us because every single time we hear about this, it hurts us. And we have to worry about whether or not we going to be next or somebody that we love is going to be next. It makes us feel like we're worth nothing. Like we go out into these streets and we bust our asses. We have moms and grandmas that take care of your white ass kids. We have moms and grandmas who take care of your white ass mamas and your old ass grannies. We have all these people who are out here doing good for their community and we are still being made to feel like we have zero value and it isn't right and even if you don't agree with all lives matter it still affects you because guess what we ain't gonna shut the fuck up and you're gonna have to hear about this every single time that it happens and as much as you because all of the pushback from that side of things is in an effort to get us to shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. and we're not going to so if you would like for us to stop then all you've got to do is make a few necessary changes do better that's it be on the right side of history I don't see what the I don't see the difficulty in in getting your police departments to treat every citizen with the same amount of of respect to do your job the way that you are trained to do your job. Because I know that you aren't trained to just go up and shoot somebody because 
You just can't. Like, I know that's not right. how that works. So until people start making the necessary changes and start seeing the fact that just because somebody's skin color or sexuality or gender is of uh is a kind that you don't understand or that you're not too familiar with or a type that you ain't been around too much in your life doesn't mean that that person's breath and life and blood and bone and marrow is not significant because girl you didn't make this earth and sweetheart this wasn't your land you stole it so if we really want to get into the meat of things get the fuck over yourself the system has been far past dead it's 2016 out here girl and we need to move forward y'all are the ones that are keeping us from doing that we would love nothing more than be able to just go to the fucking Beyonce concerts and watch our sports and have our jobs and live and be happy all of us every color every shade all of it we would love nothing more but you all keep us behind because ignorance that has been ingrained into this fucking country since you came over here and shot up the Native Americans so I just wish that one day you could look past it nobody's trying to come take your white homes from you or, or or your money Nobody's trying to like, nobody is trying to turn y'all into a whole bunch of like toads. We just want to live. And I don't see why that is so complicated or why it's something worth arguing about. But trust and believe this shit ain't over. It's not going to end until there's change. So let's just try and expedite that process. And again, for you niggas out there, if you feel like you can't make an effort to march and walk and protest and rally for women of color and for queer people of color transgender people of color then you might as well go ahead and sign up for a Stacey Dash seminar and join the other side of things because you can't be over here trying to fight for equality of just niggas that look like you that's so counterproductive and it's a waste of time shut your ass up and sit down in the words of Jesse Williams All right, I'm done I'm because I'm worn the fuck out like it's just it's only so much howling we can do about this everybody needs to do the fuck better Period. That's going to wrap up this episode of The Read. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and all that. Check out thisistheread.com for links to all the things that we do. London, we are headed your way in just a couple short weeks. Tickets available at thereadlondon.com. Very excited to see you guys again. Kifiri, what you got? Um, I don't think I've got anything. I, a couple of people have been asking me about uh, the PlayStation community. Um, it's pretty much set up at this point. I'm going to be taking, uh, I'm going to be taking like I guess requests for people to join the little group and things like that, and we'll play stuff together. So look for, out for that. I guess in the next week or so, maybe I'll have more information so we can. Is there a Steven that. Universe game? Because I would play that. There's one on like the iPhone and iPad. Really? Yeah, I have it. It's cute. Oh, I'm downloading it. Are you, I'm just, I love that show so much. I yeah. cannot wait to go home so that I can watch it some more. I cannot believe you like this cartoon. Well, how could I not? I it's really was so like, good. I think she'll think it's cute, but then she'll be like, okay, I stopped after like four because it was too childish. Well, I mean, it was really, I mean, and it's Steven, a kid's show. Steven but... is so frustrating. <laughs> Steven is so frustrating, but I get it. Look, he's like, he's adorable and he doesn't mean to mess up and he's half Jim and Every the thing about this show is that everything that normally bothers me about cartoons, this show doesn't. Like the whole gym thing and magical powers, that is what it is. But at first I was like, so how does a crystal gym and a human even come together and make a baby? But then they explain how that happens. And so I was like, okay, like 
it's still totally fake, but I get it. Because <laughs> it's a cartoon. <laughs> it's, right. It's a cartoon, but it's really well done. It's really, really good. So. I have to catch up, too, because they're starting the new episodes on July yeah, 18th. I heard that. And so I have my DVR ready because I cannot. I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm a little pearlish to you. Sometimes no. I feel like, well, but I feel like Pearl comes from like, she has like good I'm intentions. Eternal. Right. Yeah. And like a sort of like a motherly sort of instinct. But sometimes she's just so like, like, girl, back off. Okay. I don't need like all your help. Like, she just I seems think kind you're of way more amethyst. Oh, no. I think overall I'm incredibly amethyst. Like, when she first, at first I was obsessed with Garnett just because everybody always talks about her. But then she the more that. episodes I watched, I was like, Amethyst and I are actually the same person. <laughs> like, you might actually be like that, like when Amethyst and Garnett fused. Yes, that was everything. <laughs> that crazy angry bitch. <laughs> and Pearl was like, we're leaving. I can't when you get like this. <laughs> you know that was Nicki Minaj? <laughs> Was it really? That was Nicki Minaj that did the voice for that really? one. Really? Oh, yeah. I have to go back and watch it again. Okay. Oh, I loved it. Child, Amethyst was like, yes, let's do it. Let's fuse. They were so, so We're getting to yes. do what? <laughs> we're doing it. Yes. I, I have to go watch so, it. So thank you, Steven Universe, for bringing some joy into my life this week. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Do we have an acronym or are we just leaving? Um, I don't have anything catchy, but what I will say is that Black Lives Matter and, you know, your life matters, too, to God. Oh, Jennifer Lopez just tweeted, all lives matter. <laughs> you know my thing? I'm just going to say this really quickly. <laughs> then I'm going to leave. At this point, you just deserve to get dragged. Like, the first couple of celebrities, however long ago, that were getting caught up in the whole, we are the one, you know, we are the, the worlds, we are the future. When those celebrities that were getting fucked up over that All Lives Matter shit, it was kind of like, damn, like, I see how you fucked up here, you shouldn't have said that. If you're still saying All Lives Matter and getting cussed out, you just need to get cussed out. Because you done seen everybody get dragged over that shit by now, sweetheart. There's right. no reason Stop this. for you to still be saying that right now. Yes, all lives matter. Common black ass goddamn sense. But oh. the fact that you see that the that hashtag is being used to combat the fact that we are trying to fight for us, there should be no reason that you're saying that. Say something else, dummies. Speaking of common, I really Can't appreciate his words on black women last night at the VH1 Hip Hop Honors. That was very nice. Thank you, Common, oh, yeah, I heard. for common speaking the, up the and specifically line. naming black women just like Jesse Williams did. Appreciate you brothers very much. And I think that's going to wrap it up for us. I'm leaving. We'll see y'all next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.